Happy Sunday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ms. Lily's Flow, and you are tuned into Soul Sessions. I am your host, Tiffany. In case this is your very first time tuning in, welcome to the family, and thank you so much for tuning in to us. If you are a returning listener, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for the support. Thank you for being there. And please, share that this show is even on the air. That's how we stay on the air. Please share so we can get even more support. But I do appreciate everyone tuning in today. If this is your first time tuning in, I just want to introduce myself really quickly. Again, my name is Tiffany and I own Lily's Flow Face and Body Rejuvenation Spa. I am located right outside of Youngstown, Ohio in the Gerard Liberty, Ohio area. You can find me on social media, Lily's Flow, Tiffany Lily's Flow Robinson. And also you can head on over to my website at liliesflow.com. You will see everything that I do there. Uh, you will have my service list on there. Um, a bunch of things that I, that I, that I do. <laughs> You'll see it right on my website. But today we are going to have a guest on our show today. And, and he is a returning guest, one of my good friends, Harrison Clay. Now, normally, Harrison, I hype you up, <laughs> but you're family now, right? Right. So, right. you know, you're not just a, a new guest on the show. You're family. So <laughs> I'm just going to allow him to hype himself up briefly just so he can reintroduce himself to my returning listeners and to introduce himself to my new listeners. So. Let's hear about Harrison Clay going ahead. Um, I'm Harrison Clay. <laughs> I am He's a, uncomfortable now. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an R&B artist. Um, I've had some uh, very great success opening for uh, some well-known R&B artists and acts, including Keith Sweat, uh, Keisha Cole, Jay Holiday, Um my recent single, uh, Never Settle for Less, is charted overseas, over in the UK and Spain, Portugal, Canada. So it's having some success there, a lot of success, a lot of new fans. Um, being an artist as far as drawing as well, uh, there's a new book that's coming out uh, that I've done illustrations for. Um, name of the book is called Twisted, and a new title is called No Mercy uh, by Carl Allen Smith. So... Um, you know, just uh, a lot of things that I'm involved in and doing, but, uh, uh, owner and operator, CEO, owner of, uh, GMB Productions and Still Clay Music Media. So we out here, we, we doing we our thing. Here. Doing our thing. Mm-hmm. You world, world renowned. Worldwide. <laughs> I still remember when I saw you on that chart and you're up there right by the legendary Melba Moore. I was like, oh. Yeah, oh, he done done something now. That's, that was amazing. <laughs> he that done done amazing. something, and didn't Miss Moore? Didn't she? Um, yeah, she she, she <laughs> actually uh, had commented on my post, and uh, I I have it saved in my phone. Yes. I took a screenshot of it, <laughs> sent it sent it out like, hey, it's Melba Moore. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So check out his music. Check him out. He he has some really really good music. It's feel good music. It's Grown folks music, Grown folk music. Um, classic R&B music. Mm-hmm. Um, check it out. Check it out. He's extremely talented. Okay. I said I wasn't going to hype you up, so we're going to move on. Okay. 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 <laughs> so today, we are going to talk about a topic that I keep seeing everywhere. I keep seeing it all over social media. 
I keep hearing it on different shows. Um, these two terms that keep being thrown around. Person being labeled as being toxic and a person being labeled as a narcissist. Now, those are obviously negative things. You don't want to be labeled those things, right? Right. <laughs> we don't want to have those, you know, tags labeled on us. However, I do feel that there are some instances and situations where there are people that do bear those labels. And then I feel that there are some situations that there are some people that bear those labels that are not those, the definitions of those. Mm -hmm. So when you think about something that's toxic, it's something that's bad for you, something that you should stay away from, something that can hurt you, something that can bring you down. And when we think about narcissism or a narcissist, somebody who's just very self-absorbed, but it goes so much deeper than that. It comes with an evil, hateful spirit, evil intentions, mm -hmm. um, evil motives, not really caring who gets thrown under the bus or who gets hurt. A lot of times in those instances, even close friend and family members are not immune to their behaviors and, mm -hmm. and they can hurt everyone, even people that love them. So what are your thoughts on, on these <clears throat> words? Do you think that sometimes they do get overused? Um, what, how do you feel about that? I think in today's social media and, and we're, we're seeing a lot of it, a lot of those terms being used, but I think that's also part of the, um, the discovery because we're really focusing on mental health and different uh, mental health issues that affect uh, society and the community, families. I think we're seeing a lot of those words being used now because we're really discovering what those mean, what those have meant uh, in our development and in the discovery of mental health and uh, the recovery, the healing process. So I think that's why we see so much of it on social media or, or that word being uh, used a lot. But I also think that um, in some cases it, it is misused. I don't think it's fully understood. Um, I think sometimes it's, it's a lazy way to, um, to label someone. Um, so as we get into it, you know, just kind of understanding what the, Mm -hmm. what the differences are. Yeah. So when we think about setting boundaries, because that's healthy, right? Right. We all have to set healthy boundaries within reason. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to take that into account. So say a person is just draining you. <laughs> they're draining your time. They're draining your energy. They're draining your resources. They're just draining your whole mental capacity to the point where anytime you're around that person, you just feel down Mm -hmm. They may not necessarily be hurting you, so to speak, outrightly, but you decide to set a boundary. Mm -hmm. You say, okay, I'm not going to let this person in too close to me for X amount of time, or I'm only going to give this person 15 minutes out of my day, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Or you set a boundary where you stop them in the middle of their conversation and you say, okay, I don't want to talk about that subject. Because sometimes subjects, yeah. <laughs> you know, can the be triggers. draining. If mm -hmm. if you're constantly talking about negativity, if you're constantly talking about the bad things that are 
going on that those types of things can be draining. So if you're setting that healthy boundary and then that person turns around and flips it on you and says, you're being toxic. That doesn't you're, work. You're being a narcissist because all you're doing is thinking about yourself. <laughs> and that's where I feel those terms are being watered down. Because now you have some people who are toxic. Mm-hmm. Some people who are narcissists. Now they're flipping the script mm-hmm. <laughs> on people who are just taking healthy measures and setting healthy boundaries to protect their mental health and to protect <clears throat> their sanity, basically. Mm-hmm. Now you're labeled as a narcissist. You're labeled as a toxic person when you technically are not. So when we think about relationships, let's let's talk about relationships first. So if you're in a relationship um, with someone and you just say, hey, I just need a few minutes. I just need some time to myself. Um, I just need to to gather my thoughts. Is that necessarily being toxic? That's that's not toxic. Um, Every in relationships, especially in relationships, you're still an individual. You're just an individual that comes together with another individual. You don't lose your individuality. I think sometimes we get that confused too as far as relationships. You're still who you are. You're still who your experiences and who your traumas, healing, whatever, have shaped you individually to be. So now you're joining that with someone else um, with their own individual traumas, experiences, healing, whatever it is that they've gone through. Having said that, everybody needs space. Everybody Mm -hmm. needs time. Um, Everybody needs their own moments of quiet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people don't require quiet. Some Mm -hmm. people like high energy things and high energy um, things that motivate them and get them, you know, they might wake up first thing in the morning, blasting music, this, that, and the other. Whatever it is, that's that person's personal time, how they express or how they do it. Now, if you by chance are in that relationship, um, then yeah, that person may need that space or that time to themselves. That's what helps the relationship grow. That's healthy to the relationship. Mm-hmm. There's nothing toxic about coming. Let's say you coming home, you had a real rough day at work, mm-hmm. or just a real rough day doing whatever it is you're doing, and you come home. And your first reaction is just to get peace. I just, I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. I just want to come in. I'm home. I'm surrounded by the people I love. I'm surrounded by love. I just need a minute to catch my breath. There's mm-hmm. nothing toxic about that. Right. And if, as a, as, in a relationship, if you understand, and that's the other aspect of it too, if you understand the person that you're with or you're coming to understand the person that you're with, mm-hmm. then you're able to make the adjustment. Oh, babe, she need a few minutes to mm-hmm. to get herself together. Oh, mm-hmm. he needs a few minutes, take his shoes off, you know, go to the bathroom, grab a beer, whatever. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. something to, yeah. to disconnect and then rejoin the family, rejoin, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, you're getting beat up out here. That's, that's not, yeah. No matter what you're doing, <laughs> you're getting beat up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sometimes you need a few minutes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing toxic. That's and to be the other aspect of it, if we're talking about relationships, 
is to communicate that mm-hmm. from the outset or right <laughs> during the dating phase, yep, whatever. Exactly. Like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is how I deal with mm-hmm. these situations. Mm-hmm. It boils down to respect. Right. Wouldn't you say? Right. It's respect because, you know, if, if I know that you're that type of an individual where you need that alone time, that quiet time just for, you know, a little bit, I shouldn't label you as being toxic or um give you a hard time and 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 then now when you're done with your little quiet time now I'm gonna start badgering you and yelling at you and telling you you're wrong because now that can be labeled as being toxic right and so then that's where that friction comes between the two people that's in that relationship because now neither of you are kind of respecting because you haven't communicated to your partner that, hey, I just need a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Because it's being translated from that partner, he's ignoring me or she's ignoring me. Right. She's being short with me or he's being short with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you both are at odds with each other mm-hmm. and thinking that the other one is toxic. Yeah, and then that creates the whole <laughs> domino right. effect of toxic behavior within the relationship. Yeah. So you're right. And, mm-hmm. it, and it boils down to clear communication. Right. And along with the communication of knowing yourself enough to be able to communicate Mm -hmm. that, to say, okay, I know this about me, X, Y, and Z. Person I'm dating, relationship with, this is X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Can you deal with X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z? Right. You know, because you know that about yourself. You know that this is how you are when Mm -hmm. you come home, whatever the situation Mm -hmm. may be. So, again... Knowing, the, knowing yourself and then being able to communicate that uh, lead to less amount of friction, like you said, yep. in the relationship and toxic behaviors. Because, again, like you said, those toxic behaviors will start to yeah. influence and start to dominate the relationship when that really wasn't the... Right. It can create a whole toxic environment. Right. <laughs> you right. know, the whole environment can become toxic now. There's there's strain within the household. Mm-hmm. Now it's not just <laughs> between the two of you. Now the whole household, whole household can be mm-hmm. strained. So yeah, so like you said, it boils down to communication and just having respect. Right, right. So when we think about now, when you think about relationships within just the family, the family mm-hmm. dynamic. So how can that trickle down, as we just said, into the family? How can we create healthy boundaries, a big thing, <laughs> in-laws. How can we create those 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 healthy boundaries? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally dealt with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I dealt with that within my marriage. I'm not married now. I'm divorced, but I dealt with that to mm-hmm. a high degree um, where boundaries were not respected at all. And it put a huge strain and obviously I'm divorced right now. <laughs> so we see how that turned out. Right, right, right. Um so how can a couple put those healthy boundaries even within your own family or with your partner's family and not be classified as being again toxic? Hmm. <laughs> I've been going through similarities, similar situations. Um, a lot of people deal with that. Like a lot of people, a lot of people don't talk about mm-hmm. it or it's kind of talked about, but it's just kind of talked about in generalities. I, I think everything has a genesis. Um, if you're able to, 
have a good rapport or a good relationship with your in-laws, that's, that's a beautiful thing. But that's count your blessings if, if you do. If that, ha- if that happened to anybody out there listening, you are blessed. Yes. Um. <laughs> Beyond measure. You have no idea. <laughs> um, the natural. I'll I'll say this. In order for it to work, the couple has to be strong and mm-hmm. on the same page. Right. You can't fold. No matter, mm-hmm. you guys are the family. Right. Whatever dynamic that is, husband, wife, whatever, you are the family, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to respect the boundary of, no, you can't just come over. No, you can't just do this. Mm-hmm. Um, certain business is not your business. Now, again, that's communication between... Yeah. The couple because and respect respect because not everything that happens within the house is 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 everyone else's business. Mm -hmm. So if in laws feel that they can interfere, meddle, do this, do that, then then it becomes a problem. A big problem. Um, But I will say that you do have to set boundaries. Mm You do have to say no, mom and dad, even to your own mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to stand up for your partner, whoever you know, whatever dynamic that entails. You have to stand up mm-hmm. for them to either the oppo- <laughs> opposing. See, that's that's bad. <laughs> See, Sometimes my traumas. Hey, we, we both we both got some trauma some in this traumas. area. So yeah, yeah, I get it. You right. know, I get it. Right, right. <laughs> So I mean, so I mean again, like you have to stand up for each other, and then mm-hmm. you have to stick to it, mm-hmm. and then have a healthy, have that healthy dialogue. Mm-hmm. You may not agree. You mm-hmm. may not agree. Um, my mom and dad, this. My mom and dad, that. Okay, we gonna spend. We gonna have a weekend where we go visit. Whatever the situation may mm-hmm. be, but understand that there's a boundary now. It may be one of those things where you have a great relationship and everybody has a great relationship mm-hmm. within the, the the in-law dynamic. If both in-laws are cool with each other, they're friends, the kids or whoever the children are in the situation, the grandkids, everybody might be on the united front. Mm-hmm. Then disregard that, but you still have to have boundaries. Yeah, It's not toxic, though, if you know that there's problems. Mm-hmm. Again... Let's not be naive. Right. Problems can exist. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge those problems. Mm-hmm. Communicate communicate clearly. Hun, this bothers me. Mm-hmm. Husband, this bothers me. Wife, this bothers me. And then be able to listen to those concerns mm-hmm. dealing with, hey, you know, your mom may have said this. Your dad makes me feel this way. He may have said this. She may have said that. Listen. Don't always go on the defensive. Oh, you just, you just, no. It's, let's actually listen. I mm-hmm. think that's what we're coming to, even in society, mm-hmm. to be able to sit down and have that conversation and listen. Not listening to react, but listening to the problem and then addressing the problem. Okay, that's a, that's a problem for you. Well, let's, what's the solution? Mm-hmm. What's the solution moving forward? How can we 
work on this? How can we clearly set this boundary so that you and I can continue to mm-hmm. coexist in this mm-hmm. household, in this framework, and our family can exist mm-hmm. in this in this framework? Right. But we set we our set. kingdom how the kingdom kingdom <laughs> is supposed to go. How it's supposed to go. Okay, so we're going to take one small break, and we are going to hear from our sponsors for a second, and then we're going to come back and continue this. This, We're going to need more than one (laughs) episode for this, but we're going to go to our sponsors. Okay, so you are back on with Soul Sessions, and today we're talking about toxic behavior and identifying whether something really is toxic or narcissistic or whether or not that label is being given when someone is actually setting up healthy boundaries. So we've talked about within a relationship, how those behaviors can be identified. We've talked about within the family. It's one thing that I do want to touch on. Communication is so important for the simple fact that we all were raised with different backgrounds in different environments, right? So what might be toxic to me might not be toxic to my partner. What might be toxic to my partner might not be toxic to me. Um, in the case of, of my, and I'm just being vulnerable with you guys and being relatable. In the case of my situation within my, my um, ex-husband's relationship, um, it was not toxic to criticize, to down, to talk about people, to laugh at people who are handicapped, to crack on people who are handicapped, to lie on people when it was for their gain. That was something that was normal within their household. To them and to my ex-husband, that was not toxic. (laughs) That was normal every single day behavior that he saw his mother do on a daily basis. For me, however, that stuff didn't fly in my house. (laughs) You know, we did not do that. We laughed, we joked, you know, you've been around, you know, my family since we were kids. So, you you know, we weren't just sitting there stuffed shirt and not having fun. But when it came down to hurting people, when it came down to talking about people, to um, talking about people who are handicapped and cracking on people and, and, and just backbiting, we did not do that. That was not allowed. Mm-hmm. So for me going into that environment, it's like whoa, 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 whoa! No, I don't, I'm no. This is not okay. Mm-hmm. This is not all right, you know. But to him, it was normal. Like, what's wrong with you? You know. Mm-hmm. So that was a one of the million reasons why. <laughs> just being vulnerable, y'all. I'm I'm just letting y'all in a little bit to my life. That's one of the many reasons why, you know, the marriage came to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to, and I feel that this should be done within the dating stages of you have to look at all of that and, and identify and see within the person that you are potentially going to marry what <laughs> what kinds of things are toxic and what kinds of things are not toxic because you can find yourself in a situation where you're being looked at as the alien <laughs> or like you're crazy because you're not taking part in something that you know 100% is wrong. <laughs> I think that you hit on the key point and I think it would have saved <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, something, I, I think because <laughs> Dating has taken such a different definition and such a different turn 
Um, is there a dating phase now? You I know? <laughs> um, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. So, <laughs> We're going to do that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's thing. So, even having said that, if we go to the old school, uh, and again, being slightly vulnerable myself of how you brought up, you know, dating <laughs> and all those things. Um, you know, though that that interesting dynamic of dating, you date the family. Mm-hmm. That's the old school traditional way. And I think um, sometimes we are given the red flag that... Mm, <laughs> you gotta understand that this is the per- this person comes from this environment. Exactly. <laughs> so you given a if you meet the family and the family is giving you red flags, the apple don't fall far from the tree. tree. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> don't fall fall far. I love from how the you're tree. biting your tongue. So proud of you. I'm the egg. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very just a guest. You, you, hey, hey. You a guest in the house? And you tread lightly. Hey, be, be we're nice. we're being vulnerable. We're being we're being vulnerable, right? That's what right. it's all about. Right, right. So then, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to do another show on this because I want to delve into what how you should respond when you set those boundaries. And you say, okay, I'm not going to allow this. But yet your spouse or significant other is okay with that toxic behavior. Now mm-hmm. you are labeled as the toxic person by the in-laws mm-hmm. or even by your significant other. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> You're labeled as being toxic for setting mm-hmm. healthy boundaries, you know? So and that is we're going to we're gonna have to, yeah. Whew. <laughs> right. Every oh, all this to say, everybody has been through something. We've all been through something, and my whole reasoning is that if my experience, my tribulations, my things that I've gone through, my dark, dark times that I've went through, because I've gone through a lot, you've gone through a lot too. Mm-hmm. If those things can help somebody else through their dark situations hey i'll tell it it's my testimony right yes it's our testimony Mm -hmm. so unfortunately we're gonna have to wrap it up that half hour goes so quickly so fast but we're gonna do a part two on this we're definitely gonna do a part two you gonna come back i will come back (laughs) i will come back we're gonna discuss this uncomfortable but much needed it's it's conversation yeah (laughs) Yeah. Therapeutic, right? Therapeutic. Okay. Very good. We're we'll just going to leave it work. at that for yep. right now. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please tune in again next week for another episode. All right? So, have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day, week, month, year, and turn that into an amazing, beautiful life. All right? Have a blessed day. <laughs>